Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. That's it. England, a truly world-class team performance. A team under pressure heading into France 2023. And they have destroyed Argentina in this one. Discipline costly. But 14-man England have done a job here. 27-8. 27-10, should I say. The final score. Yeah, impressive, isn't it? Um, just sitting back and just taking a moment to digest what we've just seen. Uh, we thought when Curry was sent off in early in this match that this uh, England team would really struggle because we're quite sure how well prepared and of course we talked about all the momentum and everything well that just brought them tighter together and every single man all the way through to 23 contributed one defensively two nine and ten Mitchell Ford brilliant game management and the aerial battle was the one that really did count in the end. On the flip side Argentina don't quite know how they were trying to attack and their inability to hold on to position was really really poor. Truly costly tonight it has been an English performance to savour. This will do so much for Steve Borthwick and his men. The only question mark hanging over this fixture is the fate of Tom Curry now. Whether that red card would lead to further suspension and sanction from World Rugby I would suggest it probably will. But they've done it without him tonight. Marcus Kremer looks bemused. I don't think Argentina quite know what they've done this evening. And what they've done is not much. It has been all about the English. And we've got so more to come here on SENZ. The Victor Ongos, Ongas bottle swap will be bringing you the post-match. We'll take a short break here. It is England 27, Argentina 10. We are set. Whistle on. Argentina kickoff. It's a yellow card from on-field referee Mathieu Reynel. Tom Curry has been sent to the Sinbin. Starts it well right and bends it through. That is some kind of kick from Emiliano Buffelli. Santiago Carreras, Argentine's, Argentina's first 5-8, is going to sit down for 10. And again, that card is under review from Marius Jonka. Four takes the kick and it's successful. And it's 3-all on the Bunnings New Zealand scorecard here in this Pulte clash. Number, number 7 on the head clock have been upgraded to red card because there is no mitigation, high degree of danger, so it's a red against the 7. Wow-wee! Tom Curry has had his yellow card upgraded to red. He is gone and he is dejected. The face on the man sitting in the dugout as that news has been relayed to him. Looking for the drop goal. And it's good! Out of nowhere! England go for the drop goal, and George Ford delivers. George Ford is back in the pocket again, looking for a second drop kick from 50. George Ford! Unbelievable! Wow! One kick, one, it's back again. A third drop goal is on, a third drop goal it is. George Ford once again. Kicked into touch from George Ford, 
And that is halftime here in Marseille. It is England leading Argentina 12 points to three. As the whistle blows, England playing from left to right, and it's a switch immediately from kickoff time. Makes no mistake. And England on the Crombie Lockwood scoreboard go up 15 points to three. Ford now with a chance to make them pay, does just that. It is 18 points to three. England lead on the Crombie Lockwood scoreboard. Sneaks it inside the left hand upright, and England now 21-3 on the Crombie Lockwood scoreboard. George Ford has 24 points. Uh, here's another kick, just gone straight down the middle. Ford's had a night out. And I think he's going to head off now. He is. There you go, Scotty. And he deserves a standing ovation too, which I'm sure he's going to get. Two minutes out. Still they come again. That should be the try. Argentina in the final minute of the match. Finally. Finally have something to show for it. Rodrigo Bruni. That's it. England, a truly world-class team performance. A team under pressure, heading into France 2023. And they have destroyed Argentina in this one. Discipline costly, but 14-man England have done a job here. 27-8, 27-10, should I say, the final score. Yeah, what a performance it really was. Welcome back to our post-game show with Suzuki, the ultimate outboard. Scotty Stevenson and Ant Strawn are with you. And uh, that was just, I, I thought, two things. Courageous and clinical from the English today. Yeah, absolutely. I was just trying to reflect on on the key things uh, that enabled them to get this really good win tonight. Uh, the first thing, I think they came into the game with a script. They would have had to make a small adjustment when they lost Curry, obviously, down to 14 men, but um, they used the air, didn't they? The aerial game was really where they built most of their pressure from, and of course it was orchestrated by Mitchell and Ford initially, and they just stuck to the plan. They never changed that, and uh, it, it just kept paying dividends for them, and of course, staying committed to that was complemented significantly by their defence. Yeah. Their defence of connections and line speed you talked about tackle accuracy during your commentary um, it was first class and uh, yeah they just suffocated Arge Argentina into lots and lots of errors some really big names stood up today as well the side of course captained by Courtney Laws who was uh, he was tremendous in that first half in particular uh, as soon as the curry decision was made you could see Courtney Laws saying I've got to stand up here I've got to lead this side he did just that uh, we've mentioned George Ford. He is, I think, the player of the day officially, but certainly from an MG4 electric quality and performance with a seven-year warranty point of view, he would definitely be my take-charge player of the day as well. Just getting what needed to be done, done. Yeah, and of course, you know, when you have a player that, that does that and orchestrates their plan so well, it, he installs confidence in everyone else. So when they know that he's got the ball in his hands, and of course Mitchell and then Kier later in the game gave him the position with time and space, um, it, it just builds confidence on top of confidence. And uh, yeah, he, he just had a, a really clinical night out. And of course, what he did with his drop kicks, phenomenal. And, and of course, kicking off the tee as well. Uh, 27 points is unbelievable from one player. Yeah. Oh, it's a great effort, that's for sure. Everyone's standing up for England. Meanwhile, for Argentina, of course, they've got a lot of questions. And, and there are tears, so genuine tears in Marseille from these players who, uh, to be honest, they just look shell-shocked. I don't think this side quite knows how to take this loss. What has happened to them out here today? Because it was a disintegration from a team that should be better than that. 
Absolutely. And I mean, the passion and the tears you see post-match is just wonderful. It's uplifting for everyone, isn't it? But of course, when they head into the game, it's got to be blue head, right? It's mm. got to be calm, play play well. Three things for me, their inability to retain possession first and foremost. They cough the ball up way, way too much. And then just keeping the ball away from the backfield. They just keep kicking the ball back to Argentina, uh, back to England, sorry. And of course, they just keep getting the ball back to them again. Um, and they just couldn't build any real constructive pressure, I don't think. And of course, then their scrum started to falter their line went awry in that second half line out sorry um, yeah, just a really clunky performance by then they'll be very disappointed What about uh, toughest of the day today Ant Hardyaka workwear for a new breed of legends who would you put as your toughest of the day well, you mentioned Courtley Laws. Um, he was impressive and de- did definitely step up when they were a man down. But I, I think one of the probably unsung heroes tonight was Earl. Mm. Um, what he did with ball in hand was impressive, both carrying in those pods, but also off the back of scrum as well. And he made some critical turnovers as well. So yeah. sometimes a player that doesn't get seen as much, not so prominent, um, he, he was a, he was really effective in having to fill that spot left by his other loose forward teammate because there's only two of them, Laws and Earl. So let's give it to the slight, <laughs> slight underdog on this occasion. Well, Steve Borthwick uh, being interviewed and he's all smiles and it's good to see as well because it's been a challenging start to his tenure as England coach, of course, taking over from Eddie Jones uh, who was binned and then suddenly popped up with the Wallabies who have had a win today as well. The Wallabies taking care of Georgia 35 points to 15. Looking ahead, uh, thanks to Kubota, together we're shaping and building New Zealand. Uh, games to watch, uh, you just mentioned off air, Ant, uh, Argentina's next fixture uh, shapes as a juicy contest again. Well, playing Samoa is never easy, is it? I mean, they, they can play unpredictably, but also uh, with that Pacifico rugby, we're seeing a lot a lot better um, in terms of their set-piece performance and defence as well. So uh, they'll now sort of see this Argentine side and go, hey, well, they, there's some certain things in there that just aren't quite right. Let's attack those. Uh, the blueprint probably was set by England today. And, of course, I think England head into Japan. A mm. bit of a niggly fixture always. We know how they can perform at World yeah. Cups. But if England continue to play how they did tonight, and they'll have 15 men, next time hopefully um, you know you'd have to say they're a genuine eight now top eight and of course you know semi-finals potentially looms well it just opens up Paul D doesn't it uh, this loss for Argentina now and, and just the manner in which they lost this game tonight uh, just certainly opens up options and they've got 12 days now Argentina to recover from this and they're going to need to recover pretty quickly uh, 12 days to, to right the wrongs uh, and I think maybe that is crucial for them as well before they hit that Samoan test. But uh, for this England side, I think they'd want to ride the, ro- the momentum from here. They really would. They will be very confident after what they've produced in this test today. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, like I say, you know, they constructed a plan based on 14 players. You know, of course, next time they'll have time to prepare for the next one. They'll reflect on all the real positive things they've done. But you also have to have some attack, I think, at World Cup level. You've still got to expose a defensive system by having a little bit of width on your attack. So I think the next few fixtures for them will enable them to get their attack running maybe a little bit more fluently and not having to rely on the kick so much. Got to say, Fletcher Living try of the day, and we haven't got to that, uh, and our our options are limited because there was just <laughs> the one the one try in the match. But it was well constructed at the end, and and it showed that Argentina still has a beating heart underneath that jumper because they they 
got some points. They got some reward late in the match. It was all too little too late, but a well-constructed try. You've got to give them that. Absolutely, and I, I think they just um, maybe a tiring England, even though the replacements had all come on. They managed to get the ball to the sidelines in that little sequence of play, and then there was just a little offload. So the point of attack kept moving all the time, so they just couldn't get those strong one-on-one tackles, which we saw from the English most of the night. So uh, a, a good finish for them, I, I suppose, on a disappointing night to, to finish with, with seven points. All right, we're going to take a short break here. Thanks to Suzuki, fully fitted off as the ultimate outboard motor. It's the post-match show here on SENZ. If you just tuned in, we can tell you England have defeated Argentina and in handy fashion as well. 27-10, full-time score. Yeah, Chad Suzuki, get your outboard sorted. And uh, I've got to say, 27 points to 10, England dominant. England on top of Argentina in almost every facet of the game. The one issue out of this match, of course, will be the red card for Tom Curry. We will see how that goes from a judicial perspective. It will be put before World Rugby's Judiciary Committee, I'm sure. Although it is England, so they'll probably re- roll out a King's Council and get him off the hook. I'm sure they will. <laughs> uh, it's amazing what they can get get done now uh, away from uh, the totally. <laughs> World Rugby uh, Committees and uh, judiciary hearings that we hear. But two big statement games this weekend so far. Um, Scotty, yeah, the, the French game yeah. obviously against the All Blacks, needing to get that one uh, tucked away. And of course this one uh, tonight. Yeah, again, we've we've reflected on so many things, uh, so many positive things from England, but uh, that now really does put them in the contender state. Oh, I agree with you. No, I think they're going to be in the quarterfinals at all uh, as well. I think they'll be playing Australia in that quarterfinal. That's my prediction for the tournament. Uh, Finn James has been producing all morning. Great shift from you, Finn. Uh, the text line, mate. I'm sure that plenty of people have such great things to say about Argentina today. Yeah, we got a few texts here on uh, double eight, double three. We got one from RJ down in Bledham. Uh, he said a sadly disappointing Rugby World Cup so far. Drop goals to be dropped, and a reduction in the number of teams to sixteen or even twelve with help. Roll on election week and end that next game's worth watching. Oh, thanks, RJ. Roll on election week. I think I know RJ. Good e- good morning to you, RJ. Um, I know who you'll be voting for as well. Um, I love a drop goal. I'm not. I'm not a critic. I don't understand. I've never understood why drop goals are such an issue for New Zealand rugby fans. I mean, the skill involved in taking a drop goal is much higher than taking a penalty goal. You're, a, you're in a dynamic situation. You're running. You've got defences coming at you. I mean, it's just a skillful play, and we've always turned our nose up at it as Kiwi fans, and I've never understood that. Well, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what scoring medium you use. Right. I mean, New Zealand beat France, what was it, 11-10 or something? It wasn't too many tries that night. It was pretty pretty much kick and a critical penalty from Beaver. And, of course, when South Africa won, it was like 12-9 or something. So yeah. the three points you, you accumulate, whether it's a drop kick or penalty or not, are, are critical points to keep pressure on and win competitions, and it's been done before. Yep, I agree. Um, look, I, I mean, I don't know if it's been a disappointing World Cup to start. There's always going to be some blowout fixtures in the pools. We know that. But I think the point you made, in is, you know, it's really accurate. I mean, we've seen two statement performances from the host France against the All Blacks on Saturday morning New Zealand time, and now tonight from England, who had to do it the tough way and did it the tough way. Uh, but they did it with a plum, and that is what is going to excite their fan base so much. Their fans don't care that George Ford kicked all twenty-seven points tonight. They don't care at all. They're in it for the contest. 
Absolutely, and I mean, they would have instilled a lot of confidence in the English public too because I, I truly believe that they weren't quite sure what performance they were going to get from their side. And, of course, when Curry again went off, they would have thought, oh, here we go, we're going to be under real immense pressure because Argentina played well over the last three years on the international stage. So, yeah, the way they scripted their game and their performance was impressive. But, you know, the, the defence, again, was so suffocating. Mm. And let's just quickly flick back to the all-black French game. You know, the all-blacks did some nice stuff in that first half. They were quite innovative and got in behind and put the French under a lot of pressure, then they just turned the screws. Yeah. They went to their kicking game, DuPont kicked really well, uh, their kick chase was impressive, and then their defence just kept the All Blacks in their half. Mm. So there's no secret. You want to progress in the competition, get your D sorted, and we'll probably see a lot more kicking. And RJ you know, is probably right in saying that we'll see more of a kicking World Cup, um, but it is the way to win, so um, teams will follow that, I'm sure. Yeah, I totally agree. And kick-pass ratios have been huge. France's was, I think, 1 to 3.5 in that New Zealand game. Tonight it has been 1 to 2 almost. Very, very low indeed from English in terms of kick-pass ratio tonight. It is a, it's a style of rugby. It's a mode of rugby that wins rugby games. Like it's not, it's not there to say, look, this is going to be the most entertaining spectacle of all time, but it's going to win you a game. And the difference, I think, with what we've seen from France and from England tonight is their ability to play in different modes. France changed, literally changed gears. You could see that straight out of halftime. Uh, New Zealand couldn't go with them. Tonight, England had to adapt really quickly to having 14 men on the park. They got tighter, their defence changed, the way they set up changed, and they're still able to get the job done. Yeah, 100%. I mean, we keep talking about game drivers, your nines, your tens, your fullbacks. Um, and, you know, we talked about, we've talked about Mitchell and, and Ford. And Stewart was good too at the back. He was very secure and did the right thing to put the ball back to him kicking wise. Um, but it's interesting, you know, from a coaching perspective, you know, some coaches often talk about, you know, it's better to play without the ball. Yep. That sounds weird, right? But if you haven't got the ball, but your defense is coming up hard and high and suffocating, you then put a attacking team under pressure and they make, errors, yep. you then convert the three points or the drop kicks or whatever they, however they come. Um, and I think, you know, Argentina did, uh, sorry, France did that in the second half against us. Let's just get the ball back mm. to them and put them under pressure. Well, England did it all night tonight for yeah. the best part of 80 minutes. Yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of the kick and stick game. I think about the Highlanders when they won Super Rugby. What year was that? 2015, 2016? Hard to say now. Um, but they played the same style of game. Just kick the ball to the opponent. Trust your defence, trust your breakdown work. England were exceptional at the breakdown today. It's one probably area of the game we haven't talked about a lot, but their ability to win turnovers at ruck tonight was the difference for me. Argentina took carries, lazy carries I think at some times. They volunteered too early in the tackle. And England getting in and over the ball and making those turnovers, and the turnover count was well and truly in, in England's favour. Yeah, and we've mentioned most of that English pack and even the, the replacements that came on were so good, uh, obviously, defensively. But you've got to flip it around and look at how Argentina were taking the ball into contact situations. Mm -hmm. The game's all about collision. So it's pre-contact footwork when you've got the ball just to put the defence under pressure. And then, of course, it's the clean-out. It's the proactive clean, not the reactive one. Mm -hmm. They were so reactive tonight and exposed their rucks way, way too often. And, of course, uh, that English team just nailed them. And Strawn, great to have your expert analysis with us here on SENZ as our coverage of Rugby World Cup 2023 continues. Danny McCarty, Justin Marshall, Stephen Donald, Steve Devine, Sam Hewitt, and I'll be bringing you all the action from the big games at this Rugby World Cup. It's been a great pleasure to be with you here on a Sunday morning. England, the victors tonight, 27 points to 10.